Welcome to the Elegance in A podcast. I'm your host, Nay, and on this podcast, we talk about a variety of topics with amazing stories. Let's get into it, shall we? Welcome back to the Elegance in A podcast. I'm your host, Nay, and we have someone new in the building today. We have the one and only Miss Leah Brown. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm really good. I'm good. How are you? I've been good. Been living life, living life as usual. Yeah. How are you mentally and physically today? Oh, that's a great question. Um, physically, physically, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fi- honestly, physically, I feel great. Listen, if you don't take your vitamins, I'm telling you now, take your vitamins. Started <laughs> taking vitamins um, over the holiday. Got some B12 in there. Got some vitamin D in there. Mm-hmm. Energy is like at a high. I feel wonderful. B12 <laughs> and a nap, beautiful. Um, mentally, mentally. I feel like I'm pushing through mentally um, in a good way, not in a bad way at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like there's a healthy amount of things on my plate right now. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. At least you notice that Mm -hmm. some people don't notice like when there's certain amount of things on their plate or try not to overlap things on their plate. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely learning the balance of that. So yeah. Starting fresh, but you know, we're moving and grooving. That's good. So what's been new with you? What's been going on? Um, well, I am a preschool teacher now. Um, it's pretty fun. I, <laughs> I really enjoy it, honestly. I do. Um, but of course I'm still dancing, um, mm-hmm. still acting here and there. Um, haven't um booked like a big, big role or anything yet, but I'm just really now stepping into that space and mm-hmm. learning that world um, of my industry. Mm-hmm. So really stepping into the space of learning um, about TV and film and commercial um, tour and all those, uh, the business aspect of all of that yeah. and learning how to really work for your, work with contracts and understanding what the proper rates should be, yeah. should be heavy on the should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited for what this year has to, has to bring. That's what's up. I am too. I feel like I've been doing so much last year to push up for this year, and I just can't wait for what God has in store for me. That's all I can say. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's been? Um. So let's start from the beginning. Like, are you born and raised from Detroit? Um, I was born in Pontiac, but uh, <laughs> definitely raised my whole life in Detroit. Honestly, I really couldn't tell you I was born in Pontiac because we don't live nowhere near Pontiac, and <laughs> even before I was born. My parents didn't live nowhere near Pontiac. They lived in downtown Detroit, and now we live on the west side. So I don't understand. Um, but Pontiac. Mm. So yeah, born and raised essentially. Um, mm-hmm. Went to school here. Um, I went to school downtown preschool. Uh, it was called Her Long. Mm-hmm. Then after that, I went to private school. Um, mm-hmm. It was cool. It was interesting. Um, nice private Christian school. Mm-hmm. How yeah. was that transition for you from public to like a Ooh, private girl, setting? That was a culture shock. That was a Ooh. huge culture shock. Um, so mind you, I was in private school from preschool all the way up until eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So, you know, preschool, I couldn't, I didn't really care or notice what was going on. It was, it was preschool, you know, but once we got to kindergarten, you know, we were wearing, you know, the little jumper dresses and ties and shit to school. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know no, you good. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, just ties and stuff like that. Um, you know, real schoolgirl stuff. And then, mind you, it was a Christian school. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was cool. We would have chapel and stuff. Um, definitely taught me a lot. And, um, you know, my dad's a preacher too. So, you know, it was definitely close to home. So it wasn't, yeah. you know, anything like, oh, I hate this. I don't, don't want to be here. Like, no, it definitely yeah. felt comfortable for me. Um, but boy, oh boy, got to high school. I went to Renaissance my freshman year and my junior year. Um, oh, baby, I didn't know a thing about the world when I got there. Mm. It was, oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> Everybody was cussing so much. Yeah. It was so, and that's really what shook me. It wasn't, you know, any of the, you know, younger kids, like, you know, like high school kids, you know, mm-hmm. kissing in the corner or anything like that. That didn't phase me. It was the amount of cussing. Like, I was like, oh my God, it's so open and free. <laughs> I could say anything I want to say and ain't nobody going to check me. Right. Wow. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was an experience. Definitely mm-hmm. had a little bit too much fun in my freshman year <laughs> of high school. Um, fast forward to college. 
I was cool. You know, I kind of calmed down, figured things out, found my lane, found my people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, it was a transition, but we made it work. For the yeah. Best. yeah. So how were you? Uh, so when you were younger, did you were you more of a social butterfly or were you more to yourself? Mm, I was definitely more of a social butterfly when I was younger. Um, I like to say a lot when I talk about like how my friend groups were and just mm-hmm. like kind of how I am still now. Mm-hmm. I'm a friend group hopper. Um, <laughs> I never I never really had like one solid friend group. Like mm-hmm. maybe like if I was with that friend group and somebody mm-hmm. came up, they might think, oh, yeah, she wanted them. She'd be with them. But mm-hmm. then if I go stand next to that group, it'd be like, oh, no, she'd be with them. So it's like, I just, I just kind of float. You knew, um, you knew a little bit of everybody. Yeah, I knew a little bit of everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm still kind of like that now, but to a lesser extent. Um, yeah. I like my space now. Um, I really like my space. Um, uh, my friends really are pretty split up and mm-hmm. like spread out. So it's pretty hard to like have things and have functions where I bring everybody together because it's like, they don't all know each other. So this is awkward. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I like my space and I like my peace. So. I think that comes with just adulthood. Yeah, very much. Because when we start to experience or learn how people really are in their emotions, it's like Literally. the trust level is so different. <laughs> I do not want to be around you all day. I just, I can't do it. Like, yeah. Huh. Even, even with some of my closer friends, like from college, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, ah, we getting older and I just don't <laughs> know if this meshes very well. Yeah. Some so. people be here for a season. Some mm-hmm. people aren't meant to be with you for the rest of your life. They Definitely. just meant for that little season or that moment mm-hmm. to teach you something, learn something from it or... Yeah. Yeah, for that brief minute. So. I'm definitely learning that lesson. And then it's like also too... I'm learning the lesson of like just patience when it Ooh, comes yeah. to my relationships and my friendships. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, you might really think like that friendship that you had from however long ago was going to last forever. Mm-hmm. And then boom, next thing you know, now it's just poof, it's gone. Right. Like yeah. it never happened. And then you're thinking like, Oh, well, dang, I want to make a friend or you like, you look online or something and say it all the time. Like, Huh, comparison is really the uh the thief of joy is comparison, right? Mm-hmm. So like you know we get online and you know we'll start to look at all these people uh, post their little TikToks with their friends or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like oh my god, like or like that uh, money long challenge right now with the nobody, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like you think like oh man, where's my bestie? But you really yeah. gotta be patient with these things. Like I yeah. met some people, um, uh. I'll say I really met these girls and got closer with them in summer of 2023 mm-hmm. and going so strong. Like, mm-hmm. those are my babes. Oops, it's Mike. Those are my <laughs> babes for real. Like, I love them down. Um, they're my dance sisters mm-hmm. um, and just new friends. Like, and they feel like family. Like, it feels like I'm with family when I'm around them. And That's it's like, good. we haven't known each other for like years on years on years. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's just, a genuine connection you know yeah. like you find your people eventually you just have to be, be patient, patient. Yeah. and don't go out looking for them yeah so. and that's kind of like for me um when I had went to my church I go to um MCC I ain't gonna say the full name because I don't want nobody being weird yeah but um I go to my church and I remember the first day I came there which was last year in December and I came for the Christmas party mm-hmm. And the, the it was I didn't even know they were having a Christmas party because that was my first time coming there to ask about their church, see mm-hmm. if I could join. And I always been wanted to go to their church. I always see their church, and I was like, let me just go and just ask, like, do they do, they do um, baptizing? Because I was like, I had like my one on one with God last year. I was like, I really want to get baptized. I want to have a ladies' Bible study, all that. And I get there, and he was like, he was like, okay. So he guided me to that church. I had. Went in, it was like, yeah, we do it. And it come to find out it was crazy. They was like, oh, yeah, we're doing baptizing this Sunday. I was like, big. I was like, okay. And ever since then, it felt like family ever since. Like That's being beautiful. there, they were so welcoming. And it's just been really dope um, being around all of them and being able to go there every Saturday. Because normally I keep my Saturdays to myself mm-hmm. strictly. But I love going there. It just helps set up, do whatever serving is needed. And then be there early, bright as day for Sunday service will be there for both services. Mm-hmm. I literally enjoy myself. So I love that. Yeah, because 
yeah and it's just because like (laughs) i grew up with going to my old church i ain't gonna say the name but went to my old church and it didn't feel like that wholesome church like family vibe it felt more of a televisional church like they just doing it for the tv or they doing it for the views or it didn't feel wholesome it didn't feel like we're here to worship we're just here to be here and you just talking Mm-hmm. And also, probably because I was young and I didn't know what I was in church for. I just knew we got food after Literally. and I knew we had candy in the middle of it. So Literally. I was like, we're good. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm like, okay. I'm a, but this time, I'm like, I get to choose my own church as an adult. And I guess I was like, huh, I like this. It so feels I was like, really okay. good. It feels different, too. It feels good and different. Mm-hmm. It, it honestly really feels really, really good. Like, a lot of people really think usually like when I tell them my dad's a preacher, mm-hmm. they always think like I had this super strict, you know, upcoming where it's like, oh, every single Sunday we're in church. We're in church from 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. until 4 p.m. We're not leaving mm-hmm. until it's dark. And yeah, we're going on Wednesday and we're going on Saturday. We're going to be there for Thursday for choir rehearsal, too. Yeah. But it really wasn't. He really wasn't like that. Like he definitely instilled a lot of principles into mm-hmm. me and like just like the understanding of having my own relationship with God and I think mm-hmm. that's really what it is like he never made his relationship my relationship yeah. and neither did my mom like they never forced it upon me and that's good. to do that like once I really hit high school you know it's like yeah you can be home by yourself you dang near grown yeah it was like if I was having a day on Sunday and I'm like I got a lot of homework or mentally i'm really just not there like i cannot today you know they were like okay you know do what you gotta do you can can stay home you can skip a couple of sundays it's okay yeah um and it just feels good like now like as an adult i don't really attend that church anymore just because things happen with churches sometimes things get a little messy uh, Mm -hmm. in the baptist church um (laughs) but you know me recognizing that for myself as an mm-hmm. adult and being able to make the choice to get up and go somewhere else yeah. and still be able to worship, still be able to have my own relationship with God, yeah. it just feels really refreshing. Yeah. And it's very pure. Because like, it's your own, for one, regardless of the amount, as long as you're having that connection with them, that's what really matters. Mm-hmm. Rather you're in a church or not, if you're praying on your own, it's still that connection is all that really matters to him as long mm-hmm. as you have it. Literally. And so it's like, yeah, I I get it because it's not it's not easy staying in certain places if you feel like you're not moving. Exactly. And sometimes That's a word. Yeah, if if you feel the urge or if you feel like you're about to grow or if you feel like God is shifting you or you feel like you're getting closer to a, a goal he has out for you and you feel it, but you're not moving. You're going you gonna to feel uneasy. You're going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel on edge. And until you get that feeling of like, oh, I was meant to be here, you're mm-hmm. going to know for sure because yeah. you feel comfortable just like friends. And that's kind of like going back. Um, For me, as soon as I got out of my 34-year relationship last year, I met two new friends. And I literally just met them, but I felt comfortable like around them. And it came, come to find out they're very God-fearing people. And I was like, I've never felt this way about people ever in my life. Like, I never felt this comfortable around these people, before. like just strangers, I would say. So I'm like, I don't know y'all, but I'm clearly comfortable enough because the second time we met or seen each other, they gave me a ride home. And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely comfortable because I don't mm-hmm. let nobody just come take me to my house. Like, Literally. that's just don't. I don't do that because mm-hmm. my mom installed in me safety stuff. Literally. Like, that's just not. But I was just like, God was telling me to trust them. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like that that connection, mm-hmm. like that purity, mm-hmm. that wholesomeness. And ever since then, I've been healing because that was a lot of healing I need to do. I'm still healing. I'm not going to sound fully healed, but I do a lot. I mm-hmm. definitely feel a lot better. I'm more at peace. I'm happier. That's beautiful. And I got a new person, so I'm good. But I love that. Uh, <laughs> I got a new person. So we ain't gonna talk about that. But it's like it's just been better of being around certain people. Definitely rubs off on you, mm-hmm. and it definitely makes you feel some type of way too. Yeah, it's just like sometimes you can really, you can really feel it. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think. I'm not sure if everybody can, if everybody's this way, but I know for me, like, I'm heavy on, like, 
if the energy is off, I can't. Like, yeah. I'm really sensitive to that. Like, mm. if I walk into the room and I'm just, it's too oh, much going on. Yeah, like, and tension. it's crazy. One of my mentors literally said it um, last night in rehearsal. Um, I don't remember what exactly we were talking about, but she said something along the lines of when you get into these rooms, um, you know, if you get in there, just be aware. If it feels messy, it looks messy, it don't it don't feel right, it ain't right. Mm-hmm. It ain't right. Yeah. You need to leave. You you don't feel that way for no reason. Yeah. You it's, know? it's like your your instincts telling you, mm mm. Exactly. Like don't do that. It's like a spidey sense, if you really yeah. think about it. Like huh, definitely like if yeah. If it if it if it if it look like it's stank, if it <laughs> smells stank, it probably is stank, and you probably shouldn't go over there because you might get sick. Yeah. So maybe remove yourself. You know, mm-hmm. be patient and think about it. Think about it. Yeah. Don't rush into everything. Don't rush into every situation just out of the sake of oh, I want to be around people. I want to feel love, but you have to understand what love is. You have to understand what love looks like for you personally. You know. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's, it's and love goes yeah. in so many ways than one, mm-hmm. especially when you're. For one, of course, loving yourself is the biggest thing to do first. Because how are you gonna love someone else if you can't love yourself? Mm-hmm. Like we, I know some people. I have done it myself where you love somebody so much you poured your heart out or poured your energy into that person, drained yourself mm-hmm. like crazy, <laughs> and as soon as you get out of oh, it, wow. you healing. You learn to learn. Mm-hmm. Learn you and learn learn to love yourself. Yeah, because and that's sometimes it's hard for some people. They don't even know who we. You'll be so fascinated in loving somebody else that you haven't even learned what loving yourself even feels like, exactly. seems like, like and then you've you never have to been learn to love those it. versions of yourself. Like, Absolutely, I remember, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be like totally transparent. Like yeah. I did struggle with it for a while, like understanding what love was for myself. Mm. Um. It's like I was I feel like I was really running off the same motor that I was running off of when I was like 17, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. And it's like I have to understand, like sometimes I have to remind myself, you're not that same girl. Yeah. Like you're older, you're wiser, you've experienced different things now. So let's now put some more things into perspective. Mm-hmm. You know you move differently. You don't even think the same. Like yeah. I the th- Girl, we're not even going to get into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but it's like yeah. you change, you grow, you mm-hmm. evolve, and you have to go with that. You know, Absolutely. you have to shift with that. Just like in a marriage, like you have people that have been married for like 65 years. Mm-hmm. They're not the same yeah. as they were when they first got married. Yeah, that's I'm sure one of them vibes. probably got fat. Maybe one of them, they started mm-hmm. arguing or something or mm-hmm. whatever. But you have to figure out the new way to love at that each person. stage yeah. so it's not just with the other person it's with yourself mm-hmm. and shout out to my man um <laughs> he's helped he's helped me a lot to understand that part of it mm-hmm. um i'm a i'm a love hard type of girl and oh we ever since girl oh my god you just, you just we don't have to leave, me we don't have to feet. leave oh. certain parts part two we can't Ooh. get too juicy now he does swept me off my feet i love that man um but it's like you know he's just like I, I'm I'm I love really hard and yeah. you know if if you if you really mean a lot to me if I really want you in my life like yeah I'm 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 on it you know absolutely um, and sometimes it can be a lot sometimes it can be too much mm-hmm. and I've had you know some friends tell me in the past like yeah you know like maybe tone it down like tone it down a little bit or you know don't get so emotional just because you guys are having an argument mm-hmm. um you know because it's like it's okay. Like he still loves you just as much as you love him. Like y'all, yeah, just, y'all just have y'all a need moment. some time apart. That's okay. Yeah. But I, I on the floor, snot bubbles, crying. Just yeah. oh my god. But I had to realize, and he he helped me learn. Like it's not that because he might not necessarily you know be on the floor, snot bubbling, and I, I'll question him. <laughs> like you don't feel the same way. And it's like, girl, first of all, I shut your goofy ass up. Second, <laughs> second. No, it's not that he doesn't feel the same way. It's just simply for the fact of, okay, understanding what the situation is, acknowledging mm-hmm. that we need space, acknowledging mm-hmm. that we need to breathe, think about it, come back when we're more and, rational. Yeah, and reiterate what's and going on. Exactly. Yeah. And then understand ourselves. Yeah. That's 
actually giving more power and value to you. Like that's helping and you understand gross. that you can, mm-hmm. I, I know my emotions. I yeah. understand my emotions. Let me calm down. Mm-hmm. That's a part of loving yourself. If I just were to go all, all hell break loose and just be depressed for however many days on end and I'm waking up angry every day, I'm doing more damage to myself. Absolutely. Like that's horrible. Yeah. But you claim to love yourself. So mm-hmm. it's like, nah, it's like sometimes you really do have to, you know. And it comes with maturity too. Mm-hmm. Your maturity level because I've learned that this past year. Like after, like I said, after leaving that relationship, it was a lot that transpired with that relationship. And once I left and focused on myself, I learned myself again. And I unlocked the door of more happiness that I never felt before, never since. And it, that's within me and on the outside of me. Mm-hmm. And when I experienced that and also getting closer to God through that whole experience, he's been helping me through all of that. And then in addition, also having those supportive friends that are helping you heal too. That pays a huge price, especially after mm-hmm. you're going through something that damaged you. Yeah. Because if you have friends that are motivating you to get back with the person that just went dragged you through the mud mud, it's like, then that I don't person know how don't need to be you. around you. <laughs> yeah. Because then they're toxic too. Mm-hmm. If they, because I'm like, I would never want to see my friend suffer through nothing. What Literally. make you think I want to? Like that's what having me really question a friendship because if you really want to see me get back with my ex. And you know he went through. We went through X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. What's what, what we doing? Mm-hmm. So, but see, yeah. and then see, that's why I just feel like personally, like there has to be like boundaries, right? Absolutely. And I feel like in a lot of friendships, especially with women, mm-hmm. they lack boundaries. Like yeah. you know, it's like when we choose to share. All right, let's share. And mm-hmm. then when you know when we ask for opinion. We'll okay, ask for give opinion. it. Yeah. You know, but it's like it's not always in a sense of like I need you to tell me about my man every time he do something that. And then yeah, it's not I that because that plays too, trust too. Literally, and then I realized too, <laughs> it's crazy. My my mentor actually said it. She said it in the midst of a rehearsal. She was like, you know, it's some stuff. It's basically we're talking about different types of emotions that you need to tap into mm-hmm. in order to tell the story through your dancing, yeah. right? Um. And, you know, I don't remember what the prompt was. It was long ago. But um, basically, she started going on about, you know, there's some things that maybe you need to tell the story of what you and your dude are going through, you know. Mm. Um, But we don't need to know what that is. We don't need to know. You know, it's some stuff that you'll never tell your homegirl that happened between you and your man. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if if you tell her, the first thing she's going to tell you to do is... Oh, leave them. Kick them to the curb because not my friend. Da, 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 da. Or certain reasonable friends mm-hmm. will actually talk you through it. Like, well, exactly. how did you feel through it, or mm-hmm. how did he feel through it? Yeah. And it's like I've just learned like I have to keep some things not necessarily to myself, but right. just like understanding what and when I need to share, or what yeah. and when I should share. Because it's like it's almost just like you know everything doesn't need to end in. Oh, girl, he ain't. And da, 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 da. That also because tells it, your friends, too. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, it, it just makes me feel like, dang, as my friend, you don't trust that I'm, you know, capable not toxic. You don't yeah. trust that I'm capable enough mm-hmm. and that my partner is capable enough to actually communicate mm-hmm. and work through a situation yeah. and understand each other and respect each other. It's like making me feel like you as my friend don't trust my rationality you don't you don't trust my judgment yeah and it's like you know I've just learned like you know if I really want like my relationships to thrive like whether they be my romantic relationship Mm -hmm. or my friendships yeah there are boundaries that have to be set um because it's like you know I'm not ever going to be the friend that's going to tell my other friend you need to break up with him or you need to stay with him yeah. Like if my friend asks exactly. If my friend were to ask me, like, hey, I don't know what to do and I just I don't understand like what what what's your view on it? If you mm. ask me, I'ma tell you. But yeah. I'm also gonna tell you this is the first and only thing I'm gonna say about it and I'm not gonna say nothing else about it. Because from here on out, it's up to you. Yeah. Because if you love that person and you keep going back regardless of what they've done to you, that's your choice. Yeah. And we're all adults. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Absolutely. You know? That's um, why I, um 
I've been always saying like, and what I've been noticing with the person I'm, you know, getting to know now, we, I'm loving the privacy mm-hmm. because I've noticed in my last relationship, I used to tell certain people certain things and I used to get stressed out because of their reactions to my own Literally. Literally. Compared to now, <laughs> now that I've been healing and going through my own spiritual journey with God and everything and not only this time is hugely different because one we doing bible study together mm-hmm. doing things you know stuff that is great because we're keeping god in the center of it mm-hmm. but it's also the privacy of not telling certain family members what we're doing mm-hmm. just enjoying each like, other's company like, it, it feels like they in your bedroom at that point like yeah. I don't, <laughs> everybody I don't doesn't to need see. to be in our business like yeah. we're doing good that's all you need to know like, and even right. if we're doing bad you're it's not gonna know exactly because that's not that's nobody else's business that's y'all business. i just prefer yeah. to keep my relationship at this point you know between me my man and god and mm-hmm. then you know of course i love to have a good little key with my homegirls but it's like it's like to I a said, minimum having that level of mm-hmm. discretion discernment um for what i want to share mm-hmm. you know and how much i think is appropriate to share and yeah. i'm just learning literally like you said mm-hmm. i'm I'm stressing out over their reaction to what I just said because now I'm overthinking and I'm thinking like, ah, oh, have well, you overthink more? Exactly. Because like, like, hey, should I be thinking like that? Exactly. Because I, I remember telling a family member something and they overreacted or did it like, you know, a little no expense. We do ghetto rash moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, I ain't think of it like that. Mm-hmm. But when I talk to a more reasonable friend and actually, because that's how I would compare the difference. That's mm-hmm. why they're my friends that I'm still with now as compared to the ones that I don't talk to anymore mm-hmm. because I'm like you rather for me to go back to something that I'm not you know it's not good for me compared mm-hmm. to the friend that's telling me straight up no you were wrong in this moment because I used to ask that's why I have a male and female friend because mm-hmm. I want to know sometimes if I go to my male friend hey tell me if I'm wrong because I may not understand a male's um reaction to something i just did mm-hmm. i might have even not even realized oh dang i did do that wrong that's messed up because they real reasonable they mm-hmm. understandable so that's why i'm like okay well you know and that's why friends play a huge role in what you are doing nowadays and what you tell them because mm-hmm. that plays a part because you may be talking to them in confidence and then Thinking they're not gonna say nothing Girl, or spill, not turn a around thing, and turn everybody and their mama. And it's and like, mama. yo, like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. now I can't trust you. Now I will never tell you anything ever. Now was can. a wall built, like literally. And then a, with that wall being built, now I can't trust new friends that are actually good for me. Yeah, and that plays a role, and that stains go with relationships. Mm-hmm. You'll be quick to tell a friend, like, hey, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna just, I need a little advice on this, but keep it amongst us. And like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we'll keep it a hush, but. Now I just gave that key through to somebody else. Literally. So it's like, I thought we kept it a hush. What happened to that? Yeah. So it's really hard trusting. Yeah. And it's honestly pretty crazy. Like, I honestly, I didn't think anything was wrong with just venting to to friends and venting to my homegirls for the longest time. Like, mm. all throughout college, like, I had two friends, like, super, super close. Um, yeah. And, you know... I'll tell them everything, like mm-hmm. tell them everything. And, you know, as we've gotten older and of course, you know, we're, all, we're not, you know, right next to each other all the time. Like we were all on campus and, you mm-hmm. know, all in the same major. So, you know, we were with each other all the time. So it's like, of course, like y'all already see everything that happens to me. So I'm just going to tell you everything else too. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, we're not in that space anymore. Like we don't really live that close to each other. Um, we all have our own separate lives, mm-hmm. jobs, and things like that. And I've learned after going through something with one of them that it's really best that I just keep my business to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, in in a conversation, I started to feel really uncomfortable one moment um, with them. Just like they were, you know, asking a bunch of questions. And, you know, part of me tried to... You know, like I, I did answer, you know, you a know, few. a few of the questions and, you know, but you can just tell that energy it just like, mm. I just felt so uncomfortable. And for the, for a while, I couldn't figure out why I felt uncomfortable. But I really sat with myself and I really thought about it. And I'm like, I'm uncomfortable because it's just simply not what I wanted to share. And mm. I, I didn't feel and it was I didn't understand asking. what the purpose of yeah. sharing everything 
that they were asking mm-hmm. was. Um, it just, I don't know, it just, it, it didn't seem right. And it didn't seem like it was coming from, you know, a bad place coming from her or anything. It definitely didn't seem like it was coming from a bad place, but it was just like, but why? Yeah. Like, it's, it kind of felt like, you know how, like, when you have that job where it's like, oh, you, you know, you join the team and they're like, oh, we're not a team, we're a family. Oh, and it's like, yeah. now your coworker, Tina, want to scoot, roll herself over to your desk and start asking all your business. And it's like, girl, no. Like this I'm not about to tell you all of that. Like, you don't need to know all of that. Like, we good. We Gucci. Mm-hmm. Everything's cool, copacetic. Like, <laughs> you still know? over there. Like, like yeah. But, and not even in a rude way. Not even in, like, a disrespectful way or anything. It's just like, I got boundaries. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, if I choose to share, it'll come up in conversation, yeah. you know, if it's meant to come up. But it's like, if I'm beating around the bush with the answer... Then clearly I don't want to answer. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's the nice way of me trying not to answer. I'm beating around the bush. Mm-hmm. Move on. Like let's drop it. You know. So, yeah. Like yeah. going about your business. Literally, I feel it. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick little break just to do a quick shout out to TC's Art Gallery. That is T as in Tom, C as in Cat, S as in Sam Art Gallery. They do custom art, custom jewelry, and custom photos. They also help with your logo, updating your website, or if you need a website, and they help with social media advertisement or social media management. If you don't feel like dealing with your social media at all, contact TC's Art Gallery today. That is T as in Tom, C as in Cat, S as in Sam Art gallery and also check out their website at tcsartgalleryllc.square.site all right back to the show but yeah i feel like trust is trust just comes in many different forms especially whether it's family whether it's a friendship whether it's a relationship it comes in all different shapes or forms so i Mm -hmm. definitely feel you on that Um, now, in the beginning, you we had you choose a number between one through seven, mm-hmm. and you chose one through nine. <laughs> no, one through ten. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Numbers. But yeah. you chose seven. <laughs> <laughs> and number seven is um, it's a game called First Three Words, and it's pretty much where I say a word, and you gotta like list the first three words that come to mind. So, for example, if I say like, what's the first three words that when I say apple, and you just you know, come up with the, you know, okay. first three. So it's kind of like that. So what's the first three words that come to mind when you hear the word yourself? Yourself. Um, well, I'm not supposed to think about it. It's the first three words. See, this is my problem. I'm an overthinker. Um, <laughs> I would say the first three words when it, when I hear yourself. Okay, genuinely the first word that came to my mind was me. Mm-hmm. And I know that's just. That's a word. Okay. There we go. There we got me. Two uh the second word that comes to mind um short mm-hmm. the third word that comes to mind is loud okay me short and loud all right that there you go that's what's up uh yeah i know that was a random very random word but it was it, was. it <laughs> threw me off i thought it was gonna be like something like i don't know i, I don't know i don't know what i was <laughs> expecting i don't know i, don't, I have no idea so we're gonna do mm-hmm. one more um, let's see. What's the first wo- uh, three words that come to mind when you hear the word dedication? Drive, willpower, discipline. I feel that. Have any of those words been applied to you throughout your life? Oh, yes. Um, a lot. Definitely all of them. Um, as far as discipline has been applied in a lot of aspects of life um mm-hmm. especially in my childhood um I did I lacked a lot of discipline across mm-hmm. the board I wasn't like a bad kid or anything I was definitely a class file I don't know how to stop talking talk a lot um <laughs> I like to crack a joke I love a key I love a good key um so definitely didn't have no discipline in school um I did my work though kind of ooh, sometimes um I did okay um <laughs> Uh, when we got to, when I got to, I'll say college and really just more so my adult life, Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't necessarily that I had to learn more discipline. It's really just that I had to apply it because I've always been in spaces where that required me to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like, it would force me to do the bare minimum. 
Yeah. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've really understood where and exactly how to apply the discipline so that it doesn't stress me out. So mm-hmm. I really feel like I lacked a lot of discipline growing up because I was stressed. Like mm-hmm. I was constantly like panicking, I had anxiety really bad, depression at one point. And I was just really stressed. And so it's like, you know, my parents felt like, oh, well, you don't do your homework. You know, you get bad grades in school. And it's like, I feel like my brain is about to explode. Like, can can somebody just help me, please? Um, Mm. And now, you know, being able to take that into my own hands, I'm able to, you know, get help that I need or, Mm. you know, really understand, being able to understand and address my emotions myself. And, you know, mm-hmm. knowing what they are, knowing what the signs are and actually having methods to respond to it yeah. um, and tackle it early. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's, it's helping me stay focused. It's definitely helping me stay focused. As far as drive goes, what did I say? Drive, discipline and willpower. Um, drive and willpower. Strive. Strive. Yeah. Because yeah. you said uh, dedication. You said strive. Um, oh, I misspoke. I meant to say drive. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, same thing. <laughs> yeah, do your um, thing. But um, so with those two, really, I have always really applied them the most, especially now mm-hmm. um, in dance. I never really gave up. I definitely had a moment um, for, mm, I'd say, really during the pandemic. So it was that, like maybe two years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, where I didn't stop dancing completely, but I kind of fell off. Like I just, I didn't have any motivation. I didn't have any drive and I just, I didn't really. Felt it. I, I, I couldn't feel it anymore. Yeah. And I was really spent a long time trying to figure, I really spent a long time trying to figure out what it is that makes me do this and what mm-hmm. it is, what's the reason that I'm still doing it and really learning how to fall in love with it again. Yeah. Um, and it really all just cracked down to seeing the bigger picture of why I've done it for so long and why I can't stop doing it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll watch a movie, I'll see something on TV, or I'll just see my favorite dancer up on a stage and I'm so inspired. And it's just like, I get that same feeling that I used to get as like a little girl sitting in church watching the praise dancers. Like yeah. I get just bubbly in my stomach and I just like, I want really to yeah. get up and do it with them so bad, <laughs> you know? So it's like that pushes me. Um, and then, you know, the willpower part of it, um, I've, I'm, I'm learning to apply that in mainly rehearsal spaces and mm-hmm. just mentally having the willpower. Um, I'm moving more into the professional industry now. Mm-hmm. And with that, you need a lot of willpower. You need to have tough skin. You really need to be able to, when your body is shutting down, your brain needs to be able to tell your body, it's not time to shut down. We have to keep going for like three more hours. Yeah. So get it together. In, yeah. pull it up, get it together and do the job. Um, and it's, it's, like I said, it's not for... It's, it's, it's not, not for the for week. The week. Show not. It's not for the week at all. Um, but I'm learning it's not a physical weakness. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not that it's not for the physical week. Like, yeah, it's definitely not for the physical week. But it's not the physical part of it that matters. It's really the mental part of it. Yeah. Yes, your physical matters. You've got to be strong. But mentally, if you're weak, you're going to crash and burn. And I've crashed and burned plenty of times to know what it looks like when it's happening yeah. and what it looks like before it's happening. So I'm learning now. It takes a lot of willpower to tap in before you even get to the situation mm-hmm. so that when you're there, it's not overwhelming. Yeah. So. I feel you on that. Now, how has it been? Uh, first off, where um, did you go to school at? Like college? Um, I went to Wayne State. Okay. What for, was your, what was your um, I majored in dance. It was right. cool. It was cool. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I do, I definitely do have some mixed, mixed feelings about it. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was like you know not worth it or anything um, because it's college. I feel like college is definitely a good experience. Like if you can go, you should definitely go. Like if you can go straight out of high school, you know you got the scholarships or you can afford it. Whatever it is, go. Oh, it's you. a it's mm-hmm. a wonderful experience and it's uh, I feel like. Uh, 
somewhat of a smoother transition Mm -hmm. into adulthood Mm -hmm. um, because you don't have to go right into the workforce. Like, you know, like, yeah, there are some kids that have to, you know, get a little job. But mind you, that job still has to fit within the parameters of your classes and everything. So Mm -hmm. probably not going to be working that many hours. And if you do, maybe it'll be at night. You yeah. know, maybe you can find you a good little gig on campus somewhere. So yeah. there's ways to work Because once they do it. got those, them campus girl, jobs listen, be crazy. I was working, 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 working. I was a working girl. Um, three jobs shoddy at one point. So, you know, Screechy. get at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, you know, I feel like it's definitely, it's, and then it provides the perfect space for you to fuck up as hard as you possibly can. Mm and have little to no repercussions Mm. um now take that with a grain of salt because definitely don't go do no illegal shit Mm. don't do nothing crazy that's gonna get you in jail because that's too far (laughs) that is too far but i feel like if there's ever gonna be a time in your life where you're gonna mess up your credit okay (laughs) (laughs) you're young you can fix it you have time you can fix it right or if you're gonna you know date the wrong people date the wrong people while you while you there in that space and mm-hmm. while you're still young so when you get out of that space and now we're dipping into the real world yeah. you're really dipping your toe in to the uncles at the club Screech. right you Screech. know what you you know what's not acceptable and you understand your boundaries mm-hmm. you know things like that so it's like i definitely think it's it's a def it's definitely a perfect like test ground if you will for experimenting and you know just learning yourself and learning what the world has to offer so if you can go go you know now have you um noticed a difference from the high school like dancing you versus college dancing you versus now as a skills dancer like have you noticed a huge difference amongst them or have you at least seen growth within yourself through that definitely seen growth definitely seen a lot of growth um I don't know if I would say there's a huge difference mm-hmm. because as far as Leia the performer, because I feel like, you know, we got different versions of ourselves. Absolutely. As far as Leia the performer goes, mm-hmm. I go just as hard now as I did then mm-hmm. on a stage, on a performance. Ain't never changed. Anything. It's never changed. And it's just something like, it's almost something that's uncontrollable. And it's yeah. kind of scary. And it's kind of it's kind of funny too to think about because... Um, one of my mentors, um, she literally, and she uses me as an example all the time. And mm-hmm. I hate when she does it because it's funny, but it's like, why? I don't know how to feel about it sometimes because it's like, <laughs> why are you putting me on blast right now? Yeah. And like, what are you really trying to say? Um, <laughs> so, you know, we'll be in rehearsal and she'll like use me as the example. Like, you know, y'all really got to pull up because, you know, it's just like Leia, for example, she's the type of dancer. She's the one that scares me. And I'm like, why? And she's just like, because y'all got to understand she's probably not going to do it to the, her fullest extent in this rehearsal. It's going to be full out in rehearsal. But when she gets on the stage, she's going to turn it up like 25 notches. And it's like to hear it, it's crazy. But then to actually yeah. see it back on videos, I'm like, to acknowledge it. Dang, I hit that pretty yeah. hard. Yeah. I, because people okay i love seeing when people notice or acknowledges your growth Mm -hmm. or at least how hard you really are trying to Mm -hmm. do whatever that you're trying to accomplish i feel like that goes a long way Mm -hmm. for sure literally and then um also too i do feel like um style wise i've definitely grown a lot Mm -hmm. um when i was in high school i really the only few styles that i had under my belt were um, modern dance, mm-hmm. um, contemporary, a little bit of jazz, a little bit of ballet. Um, so it, w- it wasn't anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a little bit of hip hop here and there, but it's like, I feel like that was kind of, it wasn't really training. It was kind of like one of those just, you know, I'm black, I got rhythm, you know, yeah. like kind of one of those, <laughs> like I could catch on, like I'm sweet, I could hit yeah. something, but yeah. you know, I'm not a, Straight Ooh, excuse me. I ain't popping and locking. I ain't, I ain't, you know, I wasn't doing all of that. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, girl, you know, you know how it was <laughs> at HFA. Like, I was definitely running around them hallways, just dancing all day, every day. Um, I remember but, the, what was the, I had the name of it on the tip of my tongue, where we were in, um, it was an after school thing we all did, where we had the poetry dance or singing. Oh, uh, with Miss um, Fleming. Yes. With, uh, uh, poetry Club. 
Yeah. Or was it? No. No, it was not Poetry Club. What was it called? Because it was on the tip of my tongue and then it slipped. Oh. It definitely wasn't Poetry Club. Was it? It was Hip Hop Club. It was Hip Hop Club, I think. It was Hip Hop something. Hip Hop. What was it? Couldn't remember. Was it Hip Hop Club? I remember writing it on something, but I couldn't remember what it was. I know it was hip hop for sure. That was the beginning. But it was another word at the end of that. Mm. And I can't remember it. Because I, I know we were in there. We all of us did po we did poetry, mm-hmm. singing. I went in there dance. a couple times. Oh I went in there dance one time and I just never did it again. So I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like cool, <laughs> yeah, show it Man. off, do what you gotta do, express yourself, but it's just not enough space up here. I'm hitting the board. I I'm, can't do yeah, it. I'm telling you, we squirrels into that room. So hard, mm-hmm. it was crazy because it was people. so many. Yeah, we were sitting on the floor, we were sitting on tables, mm-hmm. we was up against the wall, sitting on windowsills. Oh my goodness! And then it's just I love that it was Miss Fleming's place too because she's so dope. Like I, yeah, she's dope anytime I see that lady, and it's crazy. Like I used to see her a lot on campus actually because she, um, she was attending Wayne State while I was attending Wayne State, oh, and I was like, that's so cool. Like I love running into her anytime <laughs> I would see her. It's just. Caitlin! And she definitely <laughs> would get on me for calling her by her government name, by her first name. It's like, girl, I'm grown now. Your name is Caitlin. Hey, what's up? Right. What, what class so, you about to go to? Like, oh my gosh, it feels so weird calling them by their first name. They never felt weird like, to me. I, just I was saw, so quick to call anybody by their first name. Oh my goodness. So, it, I just saw Miss McKenna the other day um, when I was um at like a cafe or something. It was so cozy. Oh, girl, you know who I saw? Okay. Um, what was her name? Uh, Miss Davis. The um, so okay, I had to get an Uber for work one day, and mm-hmm. she, I get, I think, uh, cause she's uh, she does administration at the mm-hmm. elementary schools and stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. And I heard Mr. Manson is there now. Mm-hmm. I was I, like, yep. Oh, I, I be seeing it on his. Uh, I still uh, got him on Snapchat, so I be seeing it on his little Snapchat oh. story. So I was like, oh wow. Um, I saw the uh the profile on um um on the lift app. I'm not gonna say you know her name, you know privacy mm-hmm. so we're gonna call her kate uh katie right so it said katie and i was like oh my goodness That's i know so. her i can't think of her last name well it was miss something i got in the car and i was like hey girl she was like i know you oh and i was like um, <laughs> yeah she was like oh no Girl, I do know you. You was the dancing girl. I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, me I love up. her. She's dope. I love running into old staff, like or like anybody from the Fay. I love running into. Yeah, the, well, I, I that was say definitely anybody, a pleasant but, high school experience. Like, yeah, I love the. I swear, literally, once our class left. It was over. Like it ain't even a <laughs> literally. I was like, it ain't even. It was so crazy how staff left with us because when we graduated because it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same, and then they were trying to make everything charter, and it's like then they yeah. then they did this combination with you with uh, you prep, and now it's you prep. Uh, no, like no, we the same. And I mean, I still hear stories to this day because um, there's this dancer, this young girl I know. I think she's a senior now. Um. But she goes there and like, you know, I'll, I'll see her little pictures and stuff. I'm like, girl, that's a Henry Ford Academy bathroom. You got there? Oh, okay. All right. You be dancing. Thanks. You, you want to cheer to me? What you do? Oh, you just keep your dancing outside of school. Smart. You smart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have did that. But, but man, okay. I swear. it's I, I love that everybody that was there, I love how it felt like, I want to say family, but it felt like. That's just that that person. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like I love the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Where you came to school every day, the staff was dope. We all had great bonds, like, and then just the space in yeah. general. Like walking around this space, like even when I came in here for that CPR class, and um, you know the other location, um, it's just so comfortable, and it's like you can think freely. It's yeah. not rigid. It's um, not like you in a box. Like I went to literally, so it's like I went to two polar opposite high schools, right? Mm-hmm. I started at Renaissance, then went to HFA, and it's like I never really fit in when I was because it's so broad. It was so you it always was could so, get lost there, literally. And then it's <laughs> like I just it wasn't Renaissance wasn't really for me. Like it was just so. I guess you could say square, yeah. uh, for lack of better terms. And when I say that, I say that I mean to say, like, it was very rigid, like, mm-hmm. on the line, on the line, on the line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and structurally, it definitely was a lot of work. Yeah. Um, it was a lot to keep up with. Yeah. Um, 
Shoot, I, I, shoot, I, I was to, struggling. Man, Real I, bad. It's crazy because, oh. like, I went to Renaissance just for a test. Mm -hmm. I think one of the state tests, I forgot. I went there, I'm like, I'm lost and it's not even my school. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and then my stepbrother, he went there and he was like, I get lost every day and I've been here for years. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not, it's not, it's not too difficult to navigate because, you know, granted, it's just a big square, really. Um, the mm -hmm. most you'll, you might get lost is maybe on the second floor because it's like different wings and stuff yeah. in there, or maybe the first floor a little bit, you know, if you're trying to find a specific, yeah. like, art type of classroom or something, um, or like, you know. Something think, like that, but I think what made me uncomfortable was the fact that each grade level was intertwined on each floor. Yeah. It wasn't just like how HFA was, mm -hmm. where it's ninth grade on this floor, tenth grade on that mm -hmm. floor, eleven, twelve. Literally, I love the separation mm -hmm. because that would have stressed me out, and it avoided drama. It Absolutely, avoided, you know, commingling of yes. ages. Because ooh, ooh. if I see another senior date and a freshman, I am so. Listen, it was crazy. and as an adult, like I see, I always saw a prop like problems with it. Like if you're the freshman girl and you got a senior boyfriend and you sitting there talking about, no, but he loves me. And it, sweetie, you ain't even girl. You just turned fourteen yesterday. Yeah, you just turned fourteen yesterday. That boy is about to turn eighteen years old. Ain't no way in hell you are telling me that your mother's okay with that. Mm -hmm. There is a problem here. I'm gonna just say it, like, about it, yeah. I, and I, I, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't really, I, I personally, I don't really care how, you, how, how, how anybody feels about it. It's like that, that, that's it's weird to me, and it, it does look a little predatory to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's just I don't know. That's odd. Like it's like that baby just left middle school. And you Literally, own it. Fresh, fresh. You own it. Like you. But been I ain't gonna lie. For Some four years. Years. But compared to. But I'm not gonna lie. Nowadays, you really can't tell yeah. until they say something. And you some can. of them be lying. Mm -hmm. And that's when some the the seniors that knows right. I remember going to a school dance when I went to uh, HFA out in Dearborn, mm -hmm. and I went there for freshman year. And we went to school dance. And as soon as dude knew, like it was because they had a mingles like group of uh, all ages, mm -hmm. and we had a school dance. And as soon as like some girls like was dancing, the guys they had to ask. He was like, hold up. How old are you? Literally. Like, what age group? They'd be like, nope. Like, as soon as they knew the age, some bagged up, did the right thing, mm -hmm. and went their own way. Other ones, they like, hey, she here. Let me just know. And that's crazy. And that's how you get set up for that's crazy. when you're an adult. But <laughs> exactly. I feel like they do that because it's like, they know they leaving. They like, all right, I'm about to just leave you there. Mm -hmm. So it ain't no point yeah. in keeping the relationship. And it's crazy. But because some I, don't. I done seen so many girls get just drug through the mud. Like, Oh it's my crazy. goodness, just like he loves me. And yes, I know he's going to Michigan State, but like, no shade, no tea to Michigan State. Like, all love. We just doing stories. Um, <laughs> just, you know, just mean a little, little filler. Um, oh my God, yes, I know he's going off to college, like, but he mm -hmm. loves me. He's not going to cheat on me. And yeah. Of course, we're gonna do it before he leaves. And next thing you know, boom! Now he in college. And and He's sowing his oats. Oh he gosh. doesn't care. He does not care. And he might come yeah. home and you know still say I love you. You know all of that. He might still like the you. Little whoop -dee but you know he's 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 a young man. Now. And speaking on that, it's crazy because I do not like finding a male person. Like I won't say a person, but a, a male that only sees me as a body count. Like, stay away from me. And that's insane. That is That annoying. is crazy. Huge red flag. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. Because a minute. it doesn't come out until after a while. If, you, if, you, if you're a woman that's really about who you are as a woman and you know your values, mm -hmm. you're going to instantly pull it out because they're going to show that you comes eventually. And some of them, it does take a little bit more time. Like, I found out some stuff I didn't even know from my past that realized that Oh, you actually see me as another body count at first. Mm -hmm. And then once you got to know me and see me as who I am, now it's different. Like, right. no. Okay, I see how it is. And I, I just don't like that. I said, I can't even. I said, it's crazy how I only have one male friend, which is fine now because when I realized, I was like, that's cool because he's a genuine friend compared to going out and about and just meeting new male people. And they're just like, oh, you only see me as a, a sex symbol. You don't mm -hmm. see me for who I am. You don't see mm -hmm. me as Nate. You don't see me as that girl. You see me as, oh, she look good. I can smash. Yeah. And oh, it's definitely but, becoming so much easier to just see that. Yeah. See that before. Yeah. You know, because it's it, just, it's, And it's crazy. Even if you're covered up, even if you're modest, look dressed modest, and you, 
like I've dressed way more modest because I'm like I'm not trying to give off that image of that mm-hmm. type of girl because like, no so I'm like it, it's crazy it, it's it's mm-hmm. but also in the beginning you you pulled out of our fishbowl and you pulled education so what's the first thing <laughs> that came to mind or that comes to mind I mean that you know when it comes to education like either how how important is matter of fact no scratch that how important is education to you well education is very important um first and foremost um i feel like our education system needs a lot of help it needs a lot of help Mm -hmm. um definitely for this generation coming up Mm -hmm. it's just I'm, i'm very fearful um, I do think about it a lot, honestly, that, dang, when I get old, it's going to be Gen Alpha mm-hmm. that's running the country. And that generation is really worrying me the most because of how millennials now or Gen Z, whatever, is raising them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of tablet kids out here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kids running around with pacifiers that are way too big to have pacifiers. There are kids that are three, four, that can't talk, can't walk. Mm. Um, And it honestly makes me sad. It makes me very sad to see. And um, even more so that um, I am a teacher Mm -hmm. and sometimes just witnessing these witnessing things like this um firsthand it concerns me um and you know first before everything else I am a dancer I'm an entertainer mm-hmm. um that's my goal like yeah. that's where I want to be mm-hmm. but I'm still where I'm at because of my kids like I yeah. just I love those kids so much and I don't want anybody else to fail them you know, yeah. I don't want anybody else to, I don't want to just, I don't want my stepping away to just be there. Ooh, now we dangling, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, and it's not their fault, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, or if we get into like public schools, for example, having the resources for them and the proper resources for them. So like for kids with special needs, like, mm-hmm. are there enough resources for them? You know, yeah. that really worries me a lot uh, because it's just like, well, if we can't help the baby now, what are we just going to do? Leave them until they're 20 years old to figure it out for themselves? And they That's still not, not going to be able to. It's not fair at all. Yeah. You're like, I, I just like, what's the point in saying, oh, well, every child needs a village and, you know, um, raise them up right if you're not going to do Actually, right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not yeah. going to do right yeah. by the kid. Like, yes, take your kid to school. Yeah. Take your kid to school, even if it's just preschool. Mm-hmm. That baby needs to be in school. Because um, there's so much stuff that they can learn from Especially school. in these years they can, oh build, they can build social Social cues Literally social skills you learn See I'm going to stress the I'm going to stress the importance of preschool And just early childhood development to any parent I don't care I don't care I don't care I'm going to stress it to you Because their, brain, their brains are developing So fast at these young ages mm-hmm. That's when they're learning How to be people they're yeah. learning what it means to be a person. They're sponges. Right? They're sponges to everything. So just like if you keep your baby um, at, 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 at little Pookie and Ray Ray house and everybody in there cussing and dancing a sexy red, now that's what that baby is doing in kindergarten. Yeah. And now you're getting calls about her and her it's behavior. Like stuff and school, now you're mad at her, but she learned it from you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we have to take accountability and we have to understand what it is that we're teaching these kids because they learn everything. So on the plus side of that, since they soak everything in so quickly, Mm -hmm. they need to be in school right now Mm -hmm. because a lot of parents will take their kids straight to kindergarten, won't do not a lick of school, not a lick of learning Mm -hmm. until they get to kindergarten and think, oh, well, this is where it starts. Yeah. No, it's already started. Majority Mm -hmm. of that classroom has already been doing this. They already know how to write their name. They learned mm-hmm. that in preschool. They already know how to count the 20 at this point. Yeah. They already know their ABCs. They know capital letters and lowercase. They know all of that at this point. Mm-hmm. They, hey, they might know how to spell their name. They probably know how to tie their shoes. They probably know how to zip up their coat at this point. 
And now your five-year-old is the one that's delayed. And now you're mad at the teacher. And that's the part that I really don't like about it. A lot of parents that turn around and, you know, they'll get mad at the teacher. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, oh, well, how come, how come? Because, you know, kindergarten, that's been going to start getting great, you know? Oh, well, how come he got, um, he got unsatisfactory? Well, ma'am, your child is having a really hard time sitting and sitting for longer periods of time. So he doesn't take in a lot of the information or ma'am, your child doesn't want to do the work simply. Mm -hmm. They're not used to this environment. Yeah. However, it's 25 kids in this class. That teacher is alone. Mm-hmm. It's only so much that they can do. Yeah. And then, of course, that, you know, circles back around to the system being messed up. Mm-hmm. That teacher needs help. That teacher needs an aid. Yeah. It's messed up. Yeah. And you look, look towards, you know, directors, you look towards principals, you ask them why, you know, sometimes it's a budget issue, mm-hmm. you know. It's so many things. It's so many things. It's yeah. it's just so many holes, but they all cycle back around. But it's you know I say all that to say it's like education is important, and we really need to focus more of our efforts onto that. Absolutely, because we're failing this generation right now, yeah. uh, and I, I hate to see it every day. Like yeah. I I constantly hit unfollow on it on my timeline because it's just. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't bear to watch a lot of it anymore. It's just, it, it hurts to see. It's like, what's wrong? What's going on? Mm-hmm. These are the ones that we're expecting to run the country. But when we get old and we can't do it ourselves, we're going to start, what, belittling the new leaders of the world, mm-hmm. the leaders of the country? No, it's still your fault because we raised them. It's our yeah. fault. We raised them. Yeah. When they grow up, they can make their own free will, their own free choices. But who shaped their brains? Mm-hmm. Who shaped their brains? Who molded them? Who molded them? Yeah. So if we're really going to be a village, we got to be a village. We have to raise these kids up right. Yeah. Even if you're just the teacher, even if you're just the neighbor, you're just the principal. People think, oh, that's not my kid. That's not my responsibility. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's not a good mindset if you ask me. Am I, am I going to spend my days, all my days raising somebody else's child? No, I'm not. However, I do know that as a preschool teacher, I'm in that classroom eight hours a day, five days a week for the most part. You know, it's the wintertime. Hours are up and down. Um, But um, I'm in that classroom eight hours a day, five days a week. I see that baby majority of the time. Majority of the days. I'm there with me, Mm -hmm. right? So what I'm doing in front of them matters. What I'm teaching them matters. Mm Mm-hmm. The concerns I'm telling the mom and dad at the end of the day, hey, I'm not sure if you were aware, but I just wanted to make you aware. I wanted to address this concern with you. Mm-hmm. See how we can work together to figure it out. Simple. Yeah, because y'all got to work as a team, not mm-hmm. against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so before we close, do you have any questions? Uh, do I have any questions? <laughs> yeah, girl. Um... Really? <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> you could. Excuse me. Asthma. Ooh, the weather in Detroit. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I really just want to know, like, really, what motivated you to start your podcast? Like, mm-hmm. I've really been wondering, like, what motivated you to start? Um, I started. Well, it really just all came together last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I it started with me doing affirmations early in January slash. February mm-hmm. of last year or probably a little bit later but it was the beginning of the last year and I was just talking to God I was like I want to learn more of your children's stories I want to know who I'm around like because I always put the example of if I walk in a library and I come book come across a book with your name on it what do I see mm-hmm. what's the first few pages what's in these chapters who are you let me know who you are or another example, I say, if I'm walking down the street and I'm coming across a storefront with your name on it, what's on the outside? What's in the window seal? Mm-hmm. Are, am I getting invited in? Okay, I'm going in. What's in the first few areas of the section that you just invited me in? Oh, it's a back door? What's in the back door? What's in the storage? What y'all got? It's like dissecting a little bit. And just, I was like, I just want to know. Like, I want to meet, I want to know, you know, your story. Who are you? So mm-hmm. ever since I thought of that and had that one-on-one with him, I 
after that, I kept getting asked, oh, when are you going to start your podcast? Because I went to a podcasting event or I was an event planner for or event coordinator for a podcasting event. And mm-hmm. people were asking, oh, when are you going to start your podcast? And ever since then, I was like, I guess, let me give it a try. And yeah. then ever since I did, I did season one, wound up getting Google certified and kept going from there. And I now love we're that. Two. Look at God. Yeah. Want to do it. Okay. Want to do it. <laughs> But yeah, ever since then, I um now I'm in season two and wind up overly booking by accident and to where we got season three already. I love that for you. Oh my god, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. So I just do this really I I think the smartest thing that I've done is planning. Planning everything because I already have three businesses besides my podcast. So come on, business woman. (laughs) So besides that, I already have a really schedule but that's why and gladly I'm my own boss because I can be able to stay flexible Mm -hmm. so if it wasn't for that Lord knows so yeah so yeah it's been that's really that so but thank you so much for coming on it's been really lit seeing you again it's so much fun ever (laughs) are we having a part two we can definitely do a part two. Okay. We definitely can do a part two. I'm down for it. I'm definitely down. All right, for sure. Well, for everyone that's listening, make sure to check it out on part, uh, look out for part two, excuse me, on our Patreon and become a subscriber to get access to it because it will be locked and it's not going to be for the public. So we're going to get into a deeper dive into what we said in this episode and y'all can know more about Miss Lovely Brown over here. Yes. And yes, and also all of her information will be down below in the description if you love to follow her and her journey and then some. Until next time, see ya. It's a wrap. It was great seeing you. We're so happy you joined us for this episode. Can't wait to see you next time. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And check out our information down below in the description. See you until next time. Bye.